Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. If I can make my dream seltzer pack, I love lime white claws. I also like watermelon white claws. I love blueberry Trulies. I'd probably also have to have a couple cherry cola Bud Light seltzers. Oh, and I love Truly Pineapple too. And Liz. Kelly actually submitted me for The Bachelor. I get a call. They're like, will you send us a submission video basically? And I'm like, what? Your mom time off starts now. We have what can only be described as a very exciting episode <laughs> today. Liz, the results are in. People are saying they're excited. They're exciting. They're excited. And this one is no exception. Well, I agree. I'm just saying I think we have like a millennial word of the day. I think you just need to like get a word of the day, an app in general. An intro of, of the day. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Regardless, though, we have a jam-packed show. We have a millennial word of the day. We have a fun test drive. We've got a killer ditch the drive-thru. And I have industry news that will leave you rattled. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Rattled. We have a very rattling show today. Well, I am a bit on the edge of my seat after last week's episode with the industry news. Oh, yeah. Let's just say I have an update about the cargo ship. I cannot wait. I have been avoiding looking it up because I want to hear it from the horse's mouth herself, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> and that's something that I can deliver. Yeah. But before we go any further, let's get in the habit and let's get the millennial word of the day out. Okay. Because that's something that we need to improve on. Bet, 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 bet. What did I just say? I said bet. That's right. Bet is the millennial word of the day. Can you spell it? B-E-T. You bet I can. <laughs> bet. So bet means it's slang for for show, which is slang for for sure, which means sure or okay. I swear that's exactly what. The, oh, I don't think that's what it means. Yeah. No, it means like all, all good. Like for sure. Like no, 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 Yeah. I think go. it means like guarantee I will. Like, I think it's more than that. Like, oh, you guys aren't going to do a good test drive today. Bet. We absolutely are going to do it. Bet. Oh, maybe it can mean both. Because if you're just like, hey, will you go grab the seltzers we're going to try later today? Bet. No, that's not. Like, Liz, all right. Elizabeth, that's Liz. <gasps> your millennial showing. <laughs> my chug is showing. Oh, that's my God. That's not what it is. It's like, bet. because Sydney and Grayson use it all the time, but it's more like, oh, bet I won't. Like, oh. Okay, well, Urban Dictionaries. Like, you won't be, going, you won't be going to the gym today. Bet. Bet. I will not be going to the gym today. Yeah, Kelly, today was supposed to be the first day that Kelly and I hit the gym together. She's going to try out the gym I go to, and she called me on the way to the gym. And to be fair, I had a good reason. It was a little snafu. I couldn't drop my kids off to the daycare until a little later. So yeah. it was a good reason, and I will be, bet, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> bet. Anyway. Bet. <laughs> okay, so before we get to our test drive, let's talk about the tv show elizabeth and i have been watching this tv show we feel as though we need to get it off our chest yeah um and it's love is blind and season two season two because season one of love is blind 
was amazing. I loved it. Amazing. Maddie and I, we bonded over it. We loved it. Um, And I was really excited for season two because I thought the concept was really cool. I thought it had some fun drama because I love the the dating shows that are experiments. You know? Yes. Like I love um, Married at First Sight. But Married at First Sight is like so extreme that it makes me feel uncomfortable. Whereas Love is Blind sort of gives that same, you're meeting for the first time, you are engaged to be married right off the bat. Um, But A, you have an emotional connection and B, you decide if you want to continue to be married, if you want to marry this person versus continue to be married. Well, one thing I love about Love is Blind compared to some of the other dating shows out there is I really think they're trying to make marriages because they all live in the same town. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. I never understand. Like, if on The Bachelor, it's like, yeah, I'm in New York and he's in California. It's like, and you know what we never get to see on The Bachelor? So what's the plan? Are you guys splitting the difference and moving to the big MO? Yeah. You moving to Missouri? Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Well, I think after you go on The Bachelor, you just, like, move to LA and become an influencer. Well, it's a lot. It's tough work. But yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. So that being said, though, like, so if you had to be... Okay, do you want to say anything else about I Love is Blind? Well, I haven't finished yet, but I am really enjoying it. They just got out of the pods. Oh, my gosh. You're that? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. They've been out of the pods for like a day. Kelly, you need to catch up, sister. Like, the, we already know who's married and who's not. Who? Like the, it's over. Like, the season is, all the episodes have come out. Oh, well, I know. Liz, I'm sorry. I'm busy. Okay. I haven't been able to finish well, yet. Well, all I have to say is that the season was a really, really massive disappointment for me. I thought the characters were the cast was just not nearly as good as last season like there's something wrong with every couple yeah it's like that's not gonna work out like i'll see here's a spoiler alert spoiler alert but like well it's just a spoiler alert for you because everyone else has seen it by now Kyle. okay but like the with the um atheist and the christian yeah like yeah you guys have different values and they're just like but maybe we can get through it and it's like i don't think that pencils yeah like they broke up like Kay. i I saw i saw that coming yeah and you know what else so I feel like I need to explain the premise of Love is Blind really quick if anyone hasn't seen it. So Love is Blind, you uh, they have like a ton of single people that go into these pods and you date through a wall. So you do not see anyone and you build an emotional connection before you build a physical connection. And uh, people get engaged and once you're engaged, then you get to see your new fiance and then they like go on a honeymoon and they move in together and they do all this stuff and it's like a month-long period and then at the end they have to decide if they want to get married if they want to get married so do you think that you would fall in love with maddie if you were in love is blind i mean yeah i want to say yeah like i want to say yes but i'm not gonna lie as a six-foot woman knowing on his hinge profile that he was six five didn't hurt Right. Didn't hurt. Now, is he a total smoke show? Yeah. Guess what? That also doesn't hurt. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) I think I would really, I hate to be shallow, but I think I would really, really, really struggle with just hearing Because you would be worried that they're, I think it's also valid, though, to be like, you can, you're allowed to not be attracted to certain people. Like, that's allowed. So, like, if you have to be with someone who's taller than you, I think that's fine. I don't think that's you being shallow. Yeah. I think, like, that's how your brain's wired. Yeah, I just want to feel like a little petite little but girl. 
and I'm not. I'm <laughs> okay, a woman. Stop. You're being weird. <laughs> but I'm just saying. So like, if you're okay, but they, but okay, there's five guys. They've all been cleared, Liz. They're all six four. Okay, or okay, okay, okay. Would you? How easily yeah. do you think you would have fallen fall in love with Maddie? I want to say. Obviously, I want to say it would be easy because I love him so much. And like on our first date, we covered all of the bases. Like we got all of the awkward conversations yeah. out of the way. Like we had the religion talk. We had all the, you know, moral talk. Like we, so after our first date, we were, we both knew that we were compatible on the important fronts. Yeah. I would for sure fall in love with Tyler in the pods. Well, yeah. Tyler's really funny too. Tyler's so funny. So I feel like you would be really. We'd probably struggle like more at the four weeks. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> well, I could never be at a, I could never. Wait, are they at the resort the whole four weeks? No. Okay, they, I need to watch. Yeah, Let's stop sister, this. Sister, please. Okay, okay, anyway. So speaking of reality TV, though, like if you had to pick one to be on, which one would you pick? You're single as a Pringle and they're like, hey, you have to find love. Well, this is funny because when I was single as a Pringle, as we all know, thank you for bringing that past. For, Many years. For announcing it, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, there was talk of from my sisters of wanting to put me on shows. Oh, yeah. So the girl, Cindy and Grayson, really wanted me to go on Love Island just because it's... Yeah, they love Love Island. And that's just entertaining. But that seems like a really long time. Actually, this is a funny story. I'll answer your question in a second. Let me tell my story first. Kelly actually submitted me for The Bachelor... Um, in 2019, I think. Yeah, 2019. So I'm sitting at work in my cubicle at my corporate job and I get a call from The Bachelor. They're like, hey, like we saw your application. We would really love to like, like hear more about you. Like, will you send us like, like a clip, like a submission video basically. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did in fact fill her out for The Bachelor, and they called her. They asked you if you would come to Chicago to interview. Remember? Was that what it was? I, didn't, I don't yeah. remember what they it, were like, they wanted me to we do. We see her in St. Louis. Like, Chicago's like probably like oh, our closest okay. place. Like, can you get up here? And I didn't respond. I was like, Elizabeth, you have to do it. Yeah. And no. she didn't go on The Bachelor. And I didn't go on The Bachelor. And that's and a good thought- thing because it would have been Colton's season, and that would have just been a waste of my time. As he's yeah, now. I think America would have fallen in love with you. I think you would have become the Bachelorette. So, like when I say you, if you had to be on a reality show, oh, like you're the Bachelorette. Could you? Oh, would you gosh. rather find love as the Bachelorette during Love Is Blind? I feel like the Bachelorette because you have the most options. But I also think I would kill Paradise. I like Paradise. I like how there's like a couple of guys there. Like you make friends. Yeah, I think Paradise is. I think my brain would be really fogged as the Bachelorette. Right. And I think I would struggle. I, I honestly do think something like Love is Blind or, or or something where it's like not a grab for fame would be my best option. I, Bachelor's yeah. a grab for fame. That well, And that's what it is now. Like it used to not be as yeah. bad. But like now, I mean, these girls go on and then like, you know, within weeks they're selling Fat Pit Fun Boxes. Yeah. And it's just like. um, Did you know that Maddie was also approached to be on The Bachelorette? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Back when he was single, probably around the same time you submitted me, he was at a bar in Dallas and this girl comes up to him and she's like, hey, I'm a like a casting director on The Bachelorette. I really like your look. Like, do you happen to be military, by the way? And he's like, 
uh, yeah, I am. And like, oh, okay. And she's like, can you come to this casting in Dallas? And he's like, no, I'm busy that weekend. And she was like, okay, can I fly you to Austin for the casting the following weekend? Oh, they wanted him. He went to Austin. <laughs> and um, he like did the whole thing, I guess. He like- What? Yeah. How did I not know this story? I don't, I don't know. And I can't believe he went. I know he went. And um, they didn't choose him. But then I guess he like was curious as to- who they picked for that season and they had like one the guy who was his entire personality was like military so i feel like they they wanted to check the military they box. wanted to check the military box and maddie just didn't make the cut which thank goodness because whose season was who it? who knows i have no idea elizabeth i'm sorry i don't know i don't i don't watch the i don't really watch Ugh. that show that much so i'll anyway. try to get an update i'll try to do my math and Next episode, try to update you guys. Yeah. I'm dying to know that's hysterical that he went. Yeah. Maybe we would have met through Bachelor Nation. Well, that's actually. what I'm saying. You yeah, could have met maybe. through. And hey, speaking of Bachelor Nation, I'm. Have you heard the good news? No, Kel. What's the good news? I am going to be a guest on Jason <laughs> Tardick's podcast, who is engaged to Caitlin Bristow, who are like, they're like high up in Bachelor Nation. So you could argue. I'm now in Bachelor Nation. You could argue. Or I'll, I, I'll at least be selling them the cars. I will be the car salesman for Bachelor Nation. Bet. Bet. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. I'm pretty excited about it. He's bringing me on to talk about, he has like a finance podcast. It's actually pretty good. He has a finance podcast. So he's bringing on um, someone else from The Bachelor. What's his name? Tolbert. What's his first name? Don't remember. But he's bringing on that guy because apparently like he's like own a car dealership and then they send me the audio. I listen to it and then me and Jason react to that interview. How did they find you? Um, he was talking on his podcast about how they need to bring someone in on automotive and the car mom crew uh, blew him they up. They delivered. They blew him up and then they reached out to me. That's so cool. I know. So thank you, car mom crew, for getting yeah. me a super fun podcast interview. That's I can't so wait. Cool. And I just love talking about cars. And when like the guy called me, he's like, so like, what do you do? It wasn't him. It was like his producer. He's like, uh -huh. so what do you do? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I review cars for moms, but I also know a lot about car buying. and a lot about the market. And he's like, this is so cool. Like, we love the idea of like this car information be being delivered by a woman and a mom and not like our typical like male guests. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah so does get, the rest of America. You get the point. <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah, that's kind of our thing. That's the whole entire thing. Okay. So anyway, that... I think we're ready. Are we ready for the test drive? Because my mouth is... I think it's time for the test drive where we try something new so you don't have to. And we had a very positive turnout when we did the Bud Light soda seltzers. And so we thought... Well, and Bud Light's done it again. Bud Light has done it again with the Bud Light sours. And so we are going to be trying the sours. And I just want to say, I really think we are just like doing the hard work for everyone because the seltzer market has absolutely blown up. So how do you even know what to choose any, anymore? Well, it's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. And like, who I just feel for is like, where's, where is like a Smirnoff ice and all of this? Yeah. Because she's gone. like bless their heart. They had such a hold on like the non beer mm -hmm. cocktail or non beer bottled cocktail for so long. And then they just never, or like those Seagram's escapes. Like, who are they? And like, how did they let White Claw just come in and just chop their head off? Yeah. Isn't that I, interesting? I don't, know. I don't know even know what they're... Are they considered wine coolers or no? I, I honestly well, the, have no idea. Like the wine cooler market, like they just never could be what the seltzer market no. is. And I'm just... It's like 
Skype versus Zoom. Like Skype had such a hole yeah, in video yeah. chatting. The pandemic hit and now everyone's on Zoom yeah. or Microsoft Teams. And it's like poor Skype, poor Smirnoff. Yeah. Poor wine cooler. So like, where are they? Are they okay? Justice for the wine coolers, I well, guess. I don't know about justice but for the wine coolers because I think they're kind of garbage. I agree. But I actually, maybe this will be another one that we do. I actually saw that Seagram's had a seltzer. Okay. You know who else I saw had a seltzer? Huh. Sonic. What? Sonic. The, the hedgehog? No, Sonic, the, <laughs> oh, the fast restaurant? food restaurant, they have a seltzer. And you know how you love the cherry lime? Yes. They have a cherry lime seltzer. Do you so, buy it at Sonic? I think you should go to the grocery store. I've been getting ads for it. So all I'm saying is I think we need to like really ramp up trying all these seltzers for everyone. So no, we just know what's 100%. worth buying and what's not. Especially with summer right around the corner. Summer's right we around the corner. We have to have our... And there's Seltzer's like, down. you know, there's like, um, what is the word called for a fancy wine person? A salmonier? So, no. Salmonier. No. Elizabeth. You're saying it wrong. No, I'm not, Elizabeth. Salmonier. Wine expert. Salmonier. No. Sommelier. <laughs> no. Sommelier. S-O-M-M-E. Sommelier. Sommelier. That's what I said. You said sommelier. Somalia. Anyway, there's Somalias for wines and there's seltzer maze. And we are <laughs> we are here to be your seltzer experts. So Indeed. let's we are in the freezer right now. Getting I'll go cold. grab them. So go grab them really fast and okay. then we'll start. I'd also like to note that it is, in fact, uh, 1050 a.m. But this on is a Tuesday. This is on Tuesday. But this is when we can record. So that's what's happening. Okay, there's four flavors. There is blue raspberry, watermelon, a lemon, and green apple. Mm. I'm not excited about this because I don't like too much sweet. They are pungent. I mean, you're opening them like they're very pungent. Okay, before we try, which one do you think you're going to like the best? I think I'm probably going to like watermelon. watermelon the best. I agree. Followed probably by blue raspberry. I think lemon is going to be very sour, and I'm just not excited about green apple. But I always think like, what is blue raspberry? No, I, I like don't it's know. Not, it's there, not a there flavor. There's no blue raspberry. So like why? Or like grape. You know how grape is just the flavor of purple because it's not, it doesn't taste like grapes. Oh, I think it tastes like grapes. Oh, I think you're wrong. <laughs> Elizabeth, grape, it tastes like grape. So you ever had grape juice? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not the okay. flavor of purple. That's the flavor of grape. Well, I'm talking about like candies and it such. It tastes like grape juice. Tastes like grape. Okay. okay. Which one should we start with? Should we get lemon out of the way? Yeah. I'm scared. Tell read in the stats. The stats. Calories, a hundred calories. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly just tried to do like a silent sneeze. <laughs> I had to sneeze. Okay, I'm trying lemon. Okay. hundred calories. Um where's the alcohol content? Five percent alcohol. It tastes just like a regular lemon seltzer. It's honestly not bad. No, it tastes like a lemon seltzer. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It tastes exactly like a lemon white claw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it ha has a little bit more punch and like the upper taste buds, you know? Kind of brings my taste buds up a uh, little bit. Yes, yes, yes. Small punch. But that's just a smallier in me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, green apple next? Yeah. I mean, uh, the smell is, and it's green. <laughs> It's not sour. They're not sour. It's actually good. <laughs> wait, mm. wait, that's kind of good. That is kind of good. What does that taste like? Green apple, babe. 
That's not bad. No, it's not bad. Okay. And the cans are actually super cute. Okay, let's end with watermelon. Okay. That's going to be my favorite. So, so now we're going to do blue, blue raz. Oh, your face, you just made something. I didn't mean to react. To try I didn't mean to react, but it is disgusting. Oh, gosh. Oh, the blue raz is mm. disgusting. What? Disgust. It's disgusting. It tastes thicker. It does taste thicker. Why is it? Th- why is the texture thicker? I want to say it's not bad, but then also the face I just made does not represent. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I like, probably listen, wouldn't. I'm saying I think it's fine to like take a shot of it. Like it's not yeah, as bad yeah. as oh. straight tequila, but it's not a good seltzer, babe. No, it's not a good seltzer. Okay, blue raz, not good. Watermelon. watermelon. Now I'm nervous. Watermelon, because I'm afraid it's gonna have too much flavor. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Oh, I didn't think it was as bad as Oh gosh. You know what? I don't know if I just like drank like watermelon brunettes growing up (laughs) or what, but that's like tasting like cheap watermelon vodka to me. Yeah. It's very artificially watermelony. Now I'm going to go back to the green. Yeah. Now I think I'm realizing when it comes to seltzers, I think I like the more natural flavors. Yeah. I don't know. Taste green apple again. Green apple does good. Yeah. Green apple's good. And taste lemon again. Oh, gosh. I think green apple's the best. I can't believe I'm yeah. going to say that. Lemon's good. Lemon's sour, though. Like, I kind of have, like, a sour face. Well, it's lemon. I mean, it's the most sour. Yeah, blue raspberry and watermelon, not worth trying. I mean, if you want to try it, like, try it. But, like, I, I, uh, I, I couldn't finish. The blue raspberry is disgusting. I couldn't finish it. And let me be clear, it's not worth buying the 14-pack that you're forced to buy it. Because, yeah, now I have 14 of these in my fridge to get through. Yeah. We test drove this so you didn't have to and Oh, the watermelon's horrendous. You really don't have to. I would I would skip over these. I would skip over we the Bud Light like the Seltzer so- Sours. Okay, green apple's good. If you could like and like if you're at a barbecue and you're like, Oh, I wanted to try these, only try the green apple. Nothing else. Don't you the green apple's fun. It's worth yeah. trying. Green apple's good. Okay. But we do still love the soda seltzers. Soda seltzers are still good. They're still good. Bud Light. Bud Light just likes to throw things out there and just see what happens. I know. It's like also Bud Light. Who was asking, babe? No one. Babe. Hey, babe. No one What is like a seltzer flavor that you want them to make? Like, is there anything that you're like, oh, that would be such a good seltzer flavor? That doesn't already exist? Yeah. Or like, I like, which maybe we need to like find better ones, but like, I really like, I can't remember the brand, when it's like a fruit and an herb. Like, yeah. Blackberry basil. Yeah, or I, I, like I that. agree. Or like cucumber mint. Mint. Yeah. Maybe not mint, but Yeah. No, like a because then it tastes like a mojito. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I like I like an herb. What's your favorite fruit of a seltzer? Um, like your lemon girl or lemon. Well, girl? so like it depends it really depends on the brand. So like if I could like stock my if I can make my dream seltzer pack, I love lime white claws. Okay. I also like watermelon white claws. I love though, um, Blueberry Trulies. I'd probably also have to have a, have a couple cherry cola Bud Light seltzers. Yeah. Oh, and I love Truly Pineapple, too. Okay. And is there anything else that I'm missing? I, lo- I like Truly probably better. Better. I oh, like mango. I love those Crook and Marker ones. Have you ever had those? Yeah, those are good. Those, those are, are so those good. Those are a little stronger, too, aren't they? Yeah, they're a little stronger. Well, yeah. and apparently White Claw has... Um, I told you oh, that. Oh, it. yeah. It's like they have a harder one that's like 8% alcohol. Oh, my god. Where's Mike's Hard Lemonade? 
Where are all these OG wine coolers? Yeah, you know what's weird though is even like in college, I still would choose beer over Mike's Hard. You know what? You know I, I had know. an absolute chokehold over us. So at one point, um, probably when it was illegal, uh, is uh, Limeritas. Oh, Limeritas did have a chokehold on us. Yeah, those were so. Where are those? Yeah, I don't know. I just think that people, I think like the market's flooded. I think a lot of people, market's flooded. I think a lot of people don't necessarily like the super sweet stuff because you can't have four of them. Right. You get a tummy ache. So, yeah. But where are Limeritas? I don't know. But a Limerita Tallboy at a country concert? Nothing. We need to do another creative cocktail vibes. That hit. That is a vibe. That is a total vibe. Okay, anyway, enough um, alcohol talk at this 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have the same problem I had with the Bud Light <sighs> Colas because I'm not going to continue to drink those throughout this cast. Yeah, I'm going to take them to the farm and like we'll just like let Craig and Cindy's friends. Perfect. Drink them eventually. Yeah. And I will, I'll probably keep the green apples. I think I could get through the green apples eventually. I think so too. And now it's time for Dish the drive through where we give you an easy recipe to mix it up to get out of your dinner rut. That one's a, that one's a tongue twister. It's for a me. tongue twister for sure. But Dish the drive through is the podcast segment that is making headlines. Most highly and anticipated. Today's is amazing, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. This is a recipe of my own. Well, it's not a recipe, it's a combination. That's all we've got here. Of my own. And it was inspired by always having leftover pulled pork. So like Tyler and I would go to like fam. I mean, we've been there. Like, you go to family events or like you have people over for a birthday party and like pulled pork is just an easy thing to feed to make it for to a crowd. Uh-huh. And so we would always have this leftover pulled pork and like I wanted to do something with it that wasn't sandwiches. So we started, well, one, you could put it on a sweet potato. You know, we're big fans of that here. But I started making these barbecue pulled pork nachos. And they hit. And if you don't want to do, if you don't like have pulled pork, don't want to make pulled pork, just call like your local barbecue joint and be like, hey, could I get a pound of pulled pork? Easy. Easy, still cheap. And this is still a total ditch to the drive-thru. So either make your own pulled pork. You can look up hundreds of recipes. I just, if I make it myself, I just do it in the crock pot. Yeah. With like, honestly, a can of beer and some seasoning. Just like, let it get all. You can also smoke it if you're fancy, or you could just buy it. And then here's what I do to like, make this recipe fun. So then I get a giant sheet pan, like a giant cookie pan. And I put out chips at the bottom. And then I take the pork and I sprinkle the pork on top of the chips. Mm. Then I add a little bit of Mexican cheese. A little bit of barbecue sauce. Just a little bit of barbecue sauce right here. Just a drizzle. Put it in the oven until everything gets warmed up and the cheese gets melted. Like, I don't know, five minutes. Pull it out. And then you just go topping crazy. So you could do... What I normally do is... I normally do black beans, corn. Um, This is just canned stuff. Just canned stuff. Black beans, corn. And then if I have like... um, I could cut up some cherry tomatoes if I have those. I do green onions. I do jalapenos. I do sour cream, salsa, guacamole, a little bit more barbecue sauce. The key key to this recipe is probably the barbecue sauce. I only recommend Sweet Baby Ray's. It is the superior barbecue sauce, and that's a hill that I'm willing to die on. It's amazing, and it's so good on those nachos. So then you just put it all on a sheet pan, go crazy, and it's like the perfect easy thing to feed your entire family to feed a crowd. It's like such a fun 
recipe to make if you have like another couple coming over for dinner or Mm -hmm. you want to just like have a more fun basically like if you want to go out but you don't have a babysitter or you don't want to spend the money this gives you the feeling of we ordered these amazing pulled pork nachos it's a meal you don't it could be an app but they could also be a no that's what i mean but like there's days where tyler and i are like we want to go out on a date night but that doesn't always happen so i'm like okay i'll just make barbecue pulled pork nachos we'll get ourselves a seltzer yeah we'll sit outside and we'll just go to town cute yeah, you've made me those before, and they are phenomenal. The ticket, I think, is a sweet baby raisin and the toppings. 100%. So, I definitely, love that one, Definitely try it. The recipe will be on the carpool Instagram. Now I just need to make it to make a reel. Maybe yeah. I'll make it tonight. It's so good. Yeah. Do you want to come over for dinner? Uh, Sure. Sounds like I know what we're making. Okay, are you ready for industry news? Yes. I actually have three stories, but they're they're very important. And talk about like, this is good information for you to know. And in my dream scenario, you would like get some seltzers, invite a friend over to make barbecue pork nachos, and then you bring up this talking point. You're the most w- well-rounded girl out there. Yeah. Okay, so we talked last time about this cargo ship that caught fire. Mm-hmm. The cargo ship has sank. <gasps> yep. What? Ooh, that's kind of scary. The cargo ship... So this is um, an article from ABC News. A large cargo vessel carrying cars from Germany to the United States sank Tuesday in the mid-Atlantic 13 days after a fire broke out aboard. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clear how many cars were on board the ship, but vessels of the facility Aces size can carry at least 4,000 vehicles. European car makers declined to discuss how many vehicles and what models were on board, but we know it was Porsches and then... Volkswagens out Volkswagen Audis and Bentley or in Bentleys as well. Um, this is also interesting. The ship was transporting electric and non-electric vehicles, according to Portuguese authorities. Suspicion on what started the fire on February 16th has fallen on the lithium batteries used in electric vehicles, though authorities say they have no firm evidence about the cause. So this is what we this is the part of the story we want to be watching is if these lithium batteries in the electric cars started the fire. Yeah. If that's the case. That is bad news bears for the electric car market and potentially for electric car owners. We were talking to dad um, about this topic because our dad owns car dealerships, if you don't know, and we have a Volkswagen store. And one of the things he was saying, one of the speculations that could happen is if lithium batteries are proven to be causing these fires like this, it can make everyone's homeowner's insurance skyrocket. If you're going to be parking the car in your garage slash you might not be able to park the car in your garage. I don't know. Things are going to get... I just want to watch it. I'm not saying that's what's happening. Yeah. This article isn't for sure, but hopefully we will be able to determine what caused the fire and get some more information. Um, authorities fear that the ships could pollute the ocean. The ship was carrying 2,200 yeah. 2, tons of fuel and 2,200 tons of oil. So that's not good for the ocean. Oh, gosh. That's like so eerie. I just... Googling pictures of cargo ships sinking, which I just did, makes my stomach drop. It just, because you think about how big, think about it, just like the size of one car. And then you've got- And it was carrying 4,000. 4, of them. And then you've got other stuff on it. So you've got this massive cargo ship and the ocean is just eating it. Oh, you just think of like the vastness of it all. It freaks me out. Oh yeah, I'm looking at pictures too. And it's just like all these cars just floating down oh and gosh. i mean the good news is the crew Freaks there was 22 crew members on board everyone on the crew was able to yeah, get off good. so there was no fatalities which is great news um but yeah there is the ship the ship has sank wow right that's sad that is sad okay so our next story 
not to move on, but I have to. Our next story, this is an exciting story, my friends. Are you ready? This is from CNN Business. Target will hand your Starbucks coffee with your curbside pickup order. And you might be saying this is not industry news, but I would say you are wrong. Because mm-hmm. any mom has used her vehicle to go do drive up, pickup mm-hmm. through Target. And now you can get your Starbucks coffee with your curbside pickup order. It's amazing. I mean, amazing. Way to go, Target. Delivery is a shopper's dream. But it's an expensive hassle for businesses, even the mega corporations like Target. So stores are trying to entice shoppers to split to split the baby, come to the store, and someone will deliver the items to your car. So I've never heard the term split the baby. To persuade customers that do that, Target is sweetening its curbside pickup offering beginning this fall. The retailer will begin testing an option at select locations to add Starbucks orders for customers picking up items without having to leave their car. Amazing. It's also... This ready? Mm-hmm. It's also trialing curbside returns. Wow, this is exciting. I hate returning things. Yeah, and if I could like have my kids in the car, because sometimes when you're a mom, like you just have to take your kids on a drive because you have nothing else to do at mm-hmm. home. But you don't always want to like wrangle them into Target or just so like make a, just make the return. Yeah, sometimes like Target can be a dangerous place to go into, or like returning can be dangerous because how many times have you gone to return something and then? walked out spending more money yeah. than even your return was. Yeah, every time. So to be able to streamline that process is beyond exciting. Okay, and then our last story is, I, th- I think it'd be fun to start um, talking about some of the cars that are up and coming so we can just like really, I know I say it a lot, but like stay up to date on yeah. what's happening, see if we can get any new sneaky links in the car world. Mm-hmm. And today we are going to talk about, this is an article from Motor one.com toyota grand highlander reportedly coming in 2023 toyota will allegedly launch the three-row grand highlander in 2023 as part of an expansion of the brand's crossover range according to automotive news the company filed a trademark for the name in december of 2020 oh my gosh that's so exciting the grand highlander would fill a role between the existing highlander which is already available as a three-row and the larger sequoia the larger model would likely provide more room for occupants in the very back because the existing layout can be a bit tight for folks in the third row. Facts. The third row of the Highlander is garbage. The latest generation of the Highlander debuted in 2019 and went on sale in 2020. Um, that's all they have. Okay, well, that's pretty big. So we don't have a lot, but apparently 2023, you know, right around the corner, especially when we talk about yeah. when cars come out. And they filed for the name in 2020, which is exciting. And I think that the Grand Highlander could be a good option. The... If you think, if you like know other car brands, think like, you know, Kia Sorento. Mm-hmm. You know how the Kia Sorento has a third row? Yeah. But like, you know how the Telluride's bigger than the Sorento? Yeah. So like the Sorento and the Highlander are pretty similar in size. So like this would be big. Oh. This would be like more the size of like an Atlas and a Telluride. I just think it's exciting anytime a new option comes on the market for 100% for families especially an SUV so hopefully we'll actually get invited to this event like that would be ideal Toyota get on that so if you're listening Toyota don't have another Sequoia event without the car mom that would make me sad we don't want that we don't want that so that's industry news like we, we had a little bit of everything we had the cargo ship sinking we had Target bringing Starbucks to your car and then we have the Grand Highlander coming out next year so lots of exciting things happening in the industry Indeed, indeed. And I just love hearing about what cars are coming out. And I would love if you could just make sure we all always stay up to date on that, Cal. Because that's why, that's why we keep you around, sis. Thanks.
Okay, so that's going to wrap up our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think it was pretty jam-packed. Make sure you head over to the Carpool Instagram so you can see some of the recipes and other things we talked about today. And we will see you guys next time. Make sure you're subscribed and please give us five stars. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.